The Word in the World. You're listening to The Word in the World podcast, a resource to help make the world around you make sense. Let's zone in and share with each other our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding. This is The Word in the World. Welcome back to the Word in the World podcast, where we bring you topics, talk, and truth. Everything from the news to the New Testament. Julia, you gonna say something? Because you're I mean, regular. Yeah, now. I'm here. I'm here. I'm no longer special. So in the building, listen, I'm here. Just trying to make Present. sure my mic is all right. You know, I'm not used to these mics and stuff. So yeah. I thought you played drums though. See, that's the thing. But the drum, the, the mics are farther away. They're not at uh, my face. Yeah. I, okay. My mic, in a sense, are like my the sticks. Like there's, it's it's a different. Whole different thing. I'm having different yeah. process. It is. I feel you. I'm gonna gotcha. get there though. I feel you. All right. Well, guys, yeah. we thank you for returning. We got a really cool, like, what do you call that? Feedback from somebody? Oh yeah. man. Yeah. This guy. I don't know if we should say his name like that. <laughs> Nolan. We can say his name. Yeah, first his name, name is Nolan. Yeah. But like shout out to you, Nolan. Uh he gave us a really encouraging just yeah, like testimonial, I guess, as to how the show is impacting his life and how he just likes it. He yeah. looks forward to it. That's what's up. He said he was starting from the beginning, and he yeah. was like, you know, I'm catching up, you know, a year worth of stuff. So, you wow. know, he was like, but, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. Shout really out to cool. Noah. Yeah. yeah. That really kind of made my, my day. Yeah, that was honest, dope. Man. And, like, sometimes we, uh, me and Jason kind of do this weird thing where we, like, we start questioning, you know, like, not should we do the show or anything like that, but, like, yeah, are people getting anything out of it? Yeah. yeah, like is it helping? Because like when we first started the show, we got a lot of feedback right. from people, and mm. maybe that's because we were we were requesting it a little bit more. Yeah, you know, like now we don't really ask for a lot of feedback, although we still want it. We just forget <laughs> to ask for it, right? We still yeah. want the feedback, guys. But it has been a while since we've heard from anybody mm-hmm. like that, and so I actually got that message. I want to say you sent it like. 3 a.m. or oh, something wow. like that mm-hmm. you know so it was kind of like something that i woke up to mm-hmm. and saw and was just like like wow you know yeah and so i was like well let me not even hesitate to respond i went ahead and responded to him and he responded right back again and i was oh, like okay. man you know but uh, he up. just seemed super encouraged by it inspired by it and um like you said just like finds the format interesting which is why we started the the show in the first place it's mm-hmm. just we bring in a different format to the to the you know to the body man yeah. but um but yeah so thank you nolan for yeah. that encouraging message and for sure yeah i also saw, saw that he was uh posted about it on his facebook page mm. and uh like six other people were sharing it Oh, cool. So it's really cool to see, you know, that people are that excited about it mm-hmm. that they would that they would share it with their friends. Yeah, you know? it's, and it's not to discount you guys who listen regularly. Right. Like, of course, you know, we hope that you were getting something out of it, but yeah. it does hit a little different. It hit different. Oh man! When uh, <laughs> here we go, here we go. <laughs> when somebody actually goes out their way to be like. I like the show, and here's why. Yeah. And bam, tells you all the things they like. You know, it really just encourages us to be like, all right, we're going to press forward and really, you know, keep doing this. Yeah. That's it's also cool. helpful to hear the things that you don't like about the show. Yeah. Like criticisms that you have, just feedback in general is helpful to us to make a better show for you guys. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, of course, there's a line. I know yeah. y'all don't want us to have Julia <laughs> on. It's about to say how far y'all gonna go down. Right, <laughs> there is a line. Don't be just eating us up, right? You know, but, but yeah, constructive. Yeah. How about that? There we go. There we go. Criticism. Anyway, <laughs> right. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah. So um, give us some grace. We are. Yes. <laughs> give us some grace. Yes. 
Good segue. We wanted to kind of not a good segue, but <laughs> thanks it's for the credit. So <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna go with that. Yeah, we wanted to put a string through all of this doctrine talk, this series here. Um, so we started with sin, and that was to kind of give a backdrop of everything else that we were going to be talking about. And obviously, it's a pretty dark backdrop, but that's on purpose because if you read the Bible, you understand the Bible. You understand that it's a redemption story. It's a from darkness to light story. Right. Um, and it's not just a story. I like to even use that word. It's the truth mm-hmm. of our existence. So then obviously we went to salvation. Yeah. But today we wanted to open up and I guess ask the question of how slash maybe why do we even get salvation? Like what is it about us? I'll put it maybe that way that would make god give us salvation or what is it about him that would make us make us receive salvation so that is going to be the uh gist of the convo today yeah and obviously from the title you should know that it's a conversation about grace so i guess you know we can we can kind of open it up with what exactly is grace because i'll just start for myself all right i thought Grace and mercy were kind of like the same thing yeah. for all my life, you know, yeah. pretty much until, you know, I, uh, you know, coming into Christ and actually like needing to understand what these terms mean and stuff like that. Because, you know, when you understand what they mean, it opens your eyes up to who God is more. But they're not the same. Uh, grace and mercy are totally different things. I guess we think it's the same, or we kind of have the idea that it's the same because they're always thrown together right. in the same phrase. Mm-hmm. Like, or, you yeah. know, it's like, thank you, Father, for your grace and mercy. Yeah. You know, it kind of like, it rolls off the tongue nice. Like, yeah. Right, this is a phrase. Merciful, yeah. graceful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But how do we define it, though? Well, from a grace standpoint, mm-hmm. I can't remember the Greek word off the top of my head, but as far as just basic definition is we are given something we do not deserve right but it's on the positive end so it's like a gift any type of presence that kind of thing that we didn't necessarily earn you could call grace right okay so the grace of god obviously is way bigger than what we could actually offer someone else mm-hmm. but if you want to be technical if we offer someone a gift any type of gift that they don't deserve that is our grace to uh, them okay yeah so then then, how oh, i'm sorry no go ahead i was about to say so how do we like with that particular definition, like receiving that which we do not deserve, how do we compare that to mercy then? How do we look at mercy now? Right. So mercy is not receiving the punishment mm-hmm. that we deserve. Okay. So, for example, the Romans 6 about the wages of sin is death. I think we talked about that at some point. Mm-hmm. The idea is that Christ saving us, we have sinned. Like no one cannot say that they haven't sinned. Right. So... Where's the the grace that we get to come to God in that respect? Yeah. And we get to live. Now, we still have to die at some point, but the fact that we can live with Christ at the end Mm -hmm. and be saved from the eternal part of it, that's the mercy. We still deserve to be separated from God. Right. If that makes sense. No matter what we've done, we still deserve that separation. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that he's made a way for us to not be separated, for us to come back to him, for that to be restored, that is... So it's like that's why it's like the mercy and grace. If you I was put it say, together, yeah, it's kind it makes of sense. Yes. go together. Yeah, because yeah. they both they're both happening simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just one yeah. is one is the the addition of a positive we don't deserve, and mm-hmm. then the subtraction of a negative that we do. Yeah. 
it's like a withholding. Yes, that's mercy. mercy is like I'm holding something back from you, and that would be the punishment. Correct. And then the grace would be I'm giving something to you, and that would be the salvation, the mm-hmm. blessing of life yes. that you don't deserve. Right. In the absence of wrath, we yeah. don't have to experience that. Mm-hmm. Is mercy. So grace is like a giving. Mercy is like a not giving, if that makes sense. Not giving punishment. Yeah. It's like yeah. a withholding. Right. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when we say in just our human interactions, you know, yeah. a, gr- a grace period, you know, is a phrase. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, like, right. Let me, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. going to give you a grace period to pay me back or pay this loan. or So there'll be no interest on it at the time. Mm-hmm. You get a grace period mm-hmm. where I'm giving you this thing Yeah, where we would say, you As know. You don't technically. Yeah deserve for any reason yeah yeah but if you say like you know if you have mercy on somebody mm-hmm. it means like oh i could do this x y and z to you yeah. but i'm gonna have mercy and not do it yeah okay. going along those I lines see. um yeah. going wow. along those lines jason is um you know late fees if we get a just your basic late fee mm-hmm. taken away yeah technically that's a mercy mm-hmm. we deserve that punishment because we were late mm-hmm. but for whatever reason they're willing to waive it right mercy yeah mercy rule so yeah, they're connected, but they're slight differences. Mm-hmm. You know, now that we know what grace is, yeah, like how does grace fit into the whole salvation thing? Like, like we understand, like we've we've heard that scripture it says that you know by grace we were saved through faith. Yeah, right. I think that's the correct way mm-hmm. that the mm-hmm. scripture puts it. That's uh, Ephesians two one to ten. You should everybody should just read that. But yeah, okay. Or like, what should we be thinking about? You know, when we're when we're thinking about grace, right? So we don't just have like, because um, I feel like the church uses this term, you mm-hmm. know, like grace a lot, mm-hmm. right? But so that our perspective is correct on it, how should we be looking at grace as far as salvation is concerned? Yeah. That's a good question. I think um, we can, I want to say harken back to, but like, I don't know if we talked about it in previous episodes, but being reborn. Uh, we talked about this whole harken. He did. Yeah. I caught that. I was wow. Unbeknownst <laughs> to harkening. I'm sorry, I, I've today. never heard anybody use the word harken in a sentence. Thou <laughs> shall uh, harken, hearkeneth unto me. <laughs> but uh, <My> bad. <laughs> let me harken, dude. Let me, I beseech. Let me do the harkening. Oh yes. <laughs> to continue, continue with. Thank you. Verily, verily, I say yes. <laughs> Truly, truly, Say truly. Say unto thou. <laughs> so uh, I was hearkening. And uh, like when we're reborn, we were using this metaphor of like uh, when you're born naturally here, yeah. you don't you didn't do anything to get your birth. Like you mm. can no one who has ever been born can be like, hey, I did fill in the blank to right. get here. Yeah. And so in the same way, when we're when we say we're reborn, uh, regenerated, whatever word you want to use, we've done nothing mm. to do to get that rebirth. Um, so you see Nicodemus ask Jesus, you know, like, which, what do I have to do to get into the kingdom? And he says, yeah. you have to be reborn. Right. Right. Um, wow. And then Nicodemus goes, well, what do I have to go back in my mother's womb? Yeah. And then, you know, right. Jesus like, you know, what are you, a ruler? And you don't even know, like, what's going on here. Yeah. Um, but that i think is a a starting point of understanding god's grace well since you're right there it's like when you keep going down in that particular reference like 
Jesus starts talking about like how the wind blows mm-hmm. and nobody knows like what the wind is really doing, mm-hmm. right? He kind of you know uh, makes a comparison to how the spirit mm-hmm. is doing things and nobody really knows you know like what the spirit is doing yeah right and so it's like yeah we don't really have a part in it but mm-hmm. like just like you said you know this whole spirit all these spiritual things are happening this these spiritual births mm-hmm. are taking place and stuff like that but we don't have a we don't have any knowledge we have of no it. part in no it. part no knowledge yeah. of right. when it's gonna happen how it's gonna happen incredible right. mm-hmm. yeah. but we pick up on it at some point like hey something happened yeah right i'm here right i think i love god what's going on right. i want to go to church yeah it's something it's a uh, scripture that you bring up quite often where you talk about like i think it's in romans but like paul talks about how nobody seeks god yeah you know for themselves yeah you know what i'm saying like no nobody says like i'm gonna i'm gonna go find god yeah you know like even that is the grace of god in action that you would desire him mm Right. Like it, Julia kind of just said it. Like, oh, I I'm, I love God. You know, I'm seeking Him now. I want to go to church. Like, yeah, that is the grace of God working on your heart, softening wow. your heart. Uh, what are you about to say? Well, I was gonna say, um, it reminds me of how Jesus says, like, nobody even comes to me mm-hmm. except they be drawn by the Father. Yeah, right. You know, so it's like. It's funny because in our minds, especially as like new believers, you're like, yeah, I decided to, you know, yeah. start following Christ. Right. You know, I made <laughs> right. this big decision in my life right. to be right. saved. You know, it's like. It's what I always wanted. Yeah, I always no. wanted this. <laughs> no. And I did it now. Right. You know. Yeah. But that's not, you know, it's not actually happening that way. Yeah. And, and it can get a little tricky in our minds a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. when we when we're trying to like. Because when you, even when you think back to it, you're like, I remember the day I gave my life. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you gave. Know, you right. Gave. Like, I let Christ in. Yeah. <laughs> right. I accepted heart. Christ. Yeah. I did that. But like when we start taking a closer look at scripture, it didn't really go mm-hmm. down like no. that. You know? No. If it was up to us in our flesh, we resist him yeah. constantly. You know? Wow. And this is this is the string that's being tied because mm-hmm. next we're gonna talk about justification and then election, but it's all one big uh, string because we we literally have nothing to do with our salvation. Yeah. But we do have a part in it. Mm-hmm. But okay. the initial saving, the keeping of the salvation is right. all the grace of God. Just like He loves us so much that He just decided, "Hey, you, I'm gonna do this for you." Yeah is the most amazing thing like to me that we can learn about god is that yeah he's merciful and graceful to even reveal himself to us i mean i think when you understand grace it for me like it changes your whole outlook on every single thing in life like literally the the air you breathe you're breathing because of god saying hey i'm gonna let you breathe you know what i mean it's his great like because you don't deserve any of it well can I stop you there for a second? Yeah, I don't want to go far. No, no, no. I mean, I think that's a good point, right? So I guess the question would be like, of course, like as people who are experiencing salvation, mm. right? Like we, you know, we know that we're experiencing God's grace, mm-hmm. right? But what about people who are not saved, right? right? Are they experiencing God's grace on any level? Yeah, I'm going to uh, start this and then pass it off to Julia. <laughs> I saw that look. Because, yes, there is. And I, this is, I see what you did. Yeah. Because it's, it's a, <laughs> grace isn't just applied to believers. Mm. There's like a common grace. 
okay. versus like a saving grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Julia is going to expound. Well, thank you for the introduction. <laughs> I thought you was actually going to take half of it, but no, I'm not. <laughs> that's okay. I'm going to start it by telling her it's her time to talk. <laughs> Batter right, up. Introducing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like we've kind of pointed to a little bit of these already. We just might not know that's what they're called. Right. So, for example, you mentioned, you know, waking up every morning or breathing, I think something like that. Mm-hmm. Anytime anybody wakes up, no matter where they are in God, mm-hmm. God has graced them, graced yeah. us to wake up again. That's not really a part of salvation. Right. It's just he's allowing us to live. And there's another well, verse. While, while we're right there, can we just sure. say, like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, why he does that? Yeah, like, why, why should I look at the fact that I wake up every day? as some form of grace being extended to me from God. Mm. Because there is one creator who is above all. Mm-hmm. And like we said, we did not create ourselves. We did not birth ourselves. We did not decide mm. to be here. Right. Wow. God put us here. So why not give credit to the one that's giving us mm-hmm. breath? Yeah. And and because of our sin, we like we deserve, like if the wages of sin yeah. are death, like we deserve that. But I see what you're saying too. It's you know even I mean? deeper like, than that. Yeah. Because he didn't have to give us, like, we don't have to be here. Yeah. Right. For real. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and we don't have to have, to think about. Yeah. Wow. We don't have to have the existence that we have. Like, I know hmm. some people's lives are bad. I yeah. get it. Like, there are right, people in countries that, you know, are just terrible. Yeah. Like, terrible stuff. But, like, I'll, most of us, at least who we know in our circles and whatever. People live pretty decent lives, mm. you know. You may have hard times and stuff, but, like, I guess what I'm getting at is that our existence could be, like, an existence that would be, I don't know, just pain all the time. Yeah. Like, God did not have to give you any kind of pleasure in yeah. your existence, yeah. in your consciousness. But if you've had just, if you smiled one time, that is the grace of God. Mm. Like, because he, I'm, what I guess what I'm saying is, like, by his grace, he's made it mm-hmm. so that we could experience some parts of him that are good yeah in any kind of way and it doesn't have to be that way he could have made it that you just experience i don't know yeah just something they yeah i mean mean, like because i think about it right like i used to ask myself this question looking in genesis i'm like all right the fall happens in chapter three why don't he just fix everything in chapter four (laughs) <laughs> you know what i'm saying that would like, be a very short bible yeah the bible would be short but you know <laughs> but it's like but then you think about it it's like you know who would who would exist then you right. know yeah. like so he allowed you know this this plan of time mm-hmm. you know him being sure that he was able to save us like he's not really concerned about you know like, mm-hmm. oh, i don't want him to you know i don't want to lose him you know he <laughs> thinking about it like that so it's like but he allowed us to experience, you know, because I mean, like life is, you know, it's it's like what is very good things, right? There's some bad things, but it's like, you know, we get this experience of life. We get, you know, right. like life is life is still a beautiful experience mm-hmm. if you have the correct perspective on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, you know, the truth in God and all that. But it's like he could have cut it very short, chapter four, chapter five, and you know. None yeah. of us would have ever experienced life, mm-hmm. you know. So, that's but like, part I see of his grace. The reason I asked this question initially is like, I used to always think it was real, like kind of corny when old people be like, "He woke me up this morning, and <laughs> gave me right. the activity of my limbs, mm-hmm. and he allowed me to see." Right. But it's like maybe they have, you know, a true understanding of his grace. Yeah, 
Julia. That. <laughs> like, Sorry, I was. You just took me back to my old church. The activity <laughs> of the limbs, bro. I haven't heard that over here in the, the East Coast. That's that's the down home stuff. <laughs> that's real though. It is. It is. Do yeah. we think about that? You know, like mm-hmm. those of us that do can get up whenever we feel like it and take a walk or whatever. Wow. Yeah. I think we just might do it so much that we take it for granted. Like, of course, I'm supposed to be able to wake up and get up and brush my own teeth. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't do that. Can't do that. Right. Right. Wow. So wow. it's all grace. Yeah, we, that's a grace we should appreciate. For real. Yeah, I was looking at um, dang, what's his name, man? It's the pastor that's over there on the uh, on the west coast in Cali, the Chinese dude. Oh, he's like Asian. Chan. Chan. Francis yeah, Chan. Chan. Yeah, I was listening <laughs> to his. I'm sorry. You're talking about Joseph Prince for a second. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, is he Filipino? Oh, my bad. Might be Filipino. My bad. I don't know. I don't know what he's <laughs> talking delete about. That then. Yeah, I'm gonna cut this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just <laughs> racial slur. But we ain't, we ain't slurring nothing. Like you did. But why do we feel like I that though? Know. Like every time you bring up anything, because, <laughs> because <laughs> what you said <laughs> would be the equivalent of being like that black dude. Yeah, right. like seeing. There's a, nothing a, wrong with a, that. But but no, if he's like Dominican though, and you've been like. Oh, just because he's dark skinned, you like the dude, the black dude over there. And when he's like, I'm Latino, dude, you said like, That's true. The Chinese dude. That's offensive? And it's not offensive, but it's just like, he is Asian, I, though, it just isn't points he? to our, sure you know, weird yeah, race. We got weird stuff. sensitivities yeah. and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Like, you ain't mean nothing by it. You just saying what you say. Yeah. Like, come on. The man. Chinese dude. The man. Chinese pastor dude. Wow. <laughs> you know? Terrible. Maybe Japanese. We'll just call him Asian. How about that? Mm. But so, yeah. <laughs> Help us. Help anyway. Us <laughs> but now nah, he. um He's dope, though, for the record. Yeah, he's awesome. And so he was showing this picture of uh, like a mission trip, you know, he had took to Africa. And he showed a picture of like these children that were like significantly malnourished. Man. And, you know, he was uh he was talking about like just how mm. impoverished they were compared to like what we have going on here mm-hmm. and he was like you know in our world we're complaining about you know like what's going on with the car you know the wi-fi is not working yeah why third what they call that uh <laughs> world first, oh, world, first world problem. first world problems all world. that but it's like <laughs> he was able to then show you know like this other picture like he took a picture with one kid and then he showed a picture of this kid like three or four years later or something like that you know healthy you know kind of like brought back to like this healthy state and all Mm -hmm. that right and he was just talking about like how like god's grace had been extended to them yeah you know what i'm saying like because like i I think they started a church there so like there wasn't a church there i don't know if they were believers or not or whatever but the point i guess i'm trying to make is like how we look at like what julia was saying we look at our everyday lives and we complain Mm -hmm. not realizing how bad it is in other places yeah you know and like mm-hmm. just for them to be healthy at all they consider that to be god's grace yeah. whereas yeah. we have health and we're finding other things to complain about yeah. yeah you know it sucks it's wild yeah but that's that's sin for you man it is it you makes complain, me think grumble yeah my bad. it makes me think also of um humility mm. like i feel like that would help us to appreciate god's grace more too mm. just understanding like our lives are not our own mm. and these various things are happening even the world spinning if you really want to break it down who's spinning the world mm-hmm. i mean i guess we could say it's gravity or whatever the pull but who made the system he's still keep, keeping it all right yeah so it's just that acknowledgement i think that would help in general to mm-hmm. all these things are all these forces are happening and we're experiencing them but we might not see them with our eyes it's hard to sometimes appreciate but 
we should give credit that he's the one doing those things. Absolutely. Yeah. Keeping those yeah. things. Well, we, uh, when we were talking about like how things could possibly be. The fact that like everything's in God's hands and you know he's sovereign and he could cut our lives off at any moment, right? When we were talking about that, it reminded me of how like in the Bible you had like this portion of the Bible, the Old Testament, where there was the dis you know, we were considered to be under the dispensation of the law. Mm-hmm. And you kind of see God handling things, you know, a little different to to the point where some people look at the Old Testament and they say, Well, oh, that's a whole different God and he's right. harsh and you know, he's he's this is dark and you know, that was unfair for him to be that way and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then you come over to I want to say the New Testament, but I'll say the New Covenant rather. Yeah. Right. And you see him handling things in a completely different way. Yeah. Like, can we talk a little bit about like why that is the case? Like I guess Old Testament, we were under the dispensation of the law, and now in the New Covenant, we're under this dispensation of grace. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I, you know, can we talk a little bit about, like, what that means, you know, and why that is even so? Yeah. Well, when you, when you, as you read the Bible, you start to see that it's, uh, like I was saying, this redemption, this restoring of God and his people. And we see a lot of scriptures talking about him setting apart a people for himself uh, and stuff like that. And um, when we look at like Israel and like you're talking about the law of Moses. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was the 600, I believe, what, 30, 33 or something like that. 600 mm-hmm. something odd laws that only the children of Israel were required to follow. Mm-hmm. to be set apart as his people like it was a special mandate for this one group that were his and paul talks about this but like the law wasn't really set up to save people hmm. the law was set up to kind of show you the need for a savior okay it was like these are all your requirements to uh-huh. uh satisfy the righteousness of god yeah and it's literally impossible to do okay um but you see you know he, that that was the way in which he judged people's righteousness. So that's why there were all these animal sacrifices. That's why there were all of these feasts um, and all of these different rituals and stuff like that. But mm. all of these things point to Christ. Mm. All of them were shadows. Um, and there's a scripture that talks wow. about like these were just things that were shadows. Uh, for instance, when you see like um, obviously the Passover mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But when you start to read about these feasts, the Feast of Weeks, and um, obviously the Sabbath, you know, Jesus is the Sabbath, the rest and all these different, literally Christ is in the whole Bible and everything, even the way that the tabernacle is structured with the outer courts and all this type of stuff, like the the holding up of the serpent in the Old Testament that heals and Jesus says, like, you know, I the, the son of man will be lifted up, you know, and so and look upon yeah. him for, yeah. you know, like. So it was all of this stuff that was happening in the Old Testament that was pointing to Christ, including, you know, the law of Moses was all to convict you of your sin. And, and man, Paul obviously talks about this way better than I am. Nah, I think you're doing a really and good I don't job. Really, you got it, you got it. I don't remember what book it is, but he, he even talks about, like, you know, he wouldn't have known what covetousness is mm-hmm. unless the law told him not to covet. Right. Um, yeah. So it was a setup a little bit. Yeah, it was like a setup. Mm-hmm for you to realize like hey you need a savior yeah and you know isaiah talks about the savior coming jeremiah points to it like it's all throughout all the prophets and stuff like that and jesus is fulfilling all this stuff 
And then we get to the New Testament where Julia <laughs> jumps wow. in. Yeah. Wow. I think I think what was cool about <clears throat> and then I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it off to the professor, but like <clears throat> I think what was cool about seeing the difference between the dispensation of grace and the dispensation of the law is like you get this appreciation of the grace mm-hmm. when you really look back in the old testament. Like yeah. there were people who like touched the uh the Ark of the Covenant yeah. mm-hmm. and were killed immediately. They were done. There yeah. was a guy who stole something that was, you know, I guess devoted things, yeah. Yeah, like devoted mm-hmm. things or holy things, and <clears throat> he was immediately, you know, uh, I want to say him and his family. They the earth like opened up and swallowed them. Him and his family, you know. But he was like judging things on the spot, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know. I wouldn't yeah. say that was the case for like every sin that was committed in the Old Testament, but there was. Yeah, he handled things differently, right? And he even told the people to handle things differently. Yeah, like wow. Thieves yeah. and stuff. He was, he, people were being exiled from the people. People mm-hmm. were being stoned, killed for certain sins. Yeah. yeah. Um, sorcerers, sorceresses and stuff like that were told to be like executed. Yeah. Wow. All kind of stuff. Yeah. It was like swift judgment, like you're saying. Yeah. And now you kind of look at it like being under the dispensation of grace. You see, like, I don't want to say like, well, you see how much he's not judging. I was going to say like how much we're getting away with. You know, but I feel like it's a bad phrase. Yeah, it's a bad phrase. Because he's the same. Yeah, he's like, and I think that's that's important to understand. Right. right? It's like he is still the same God. His character is still the same. It's Mm -hmm. just he's allotted this particular time, Mm -hmm. you know, for his grace right now. In abundance. Right. Can we back up like just a couple seconds or a couple? Yeah. So with the Old Testament, we have to remember that. Not only were the rules different, but literally how he spoke to the people were different. Mm-hmm. First off, it was just Israel. This is not like him speaking to the world. Mm-hmm. I don't really know if we think about that. Like we always just try to jump in and say, oh, well, I love God. So everything that happens to Israel applies to me. Right. right. That's right, the right, first right. issue. That's not yeah. true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not true. Yeah. So it's a specific ethnic nation that God was dealing with in the Old Testament and here's the thing, a little bit different from salvation with Jesus in the New Testament, is that he outlaid most of these uh, rules, whatever you want to call it, how he wanted to interact with them before they even went through all this stuff. So yeah. before they got to the wilderness, before all that, he said, hey, Moses, this is what I want you to do. I've already promised that I was going to get Israel out of Egypt. You see what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. once I get them out, I have this plan for them. Mm-hmm. So if you want to boil it down to some degree, it's not even about salvation for them. Mm. I think to some degree they were saved, but it's not what we experience. Right. But that's kind of hard to like parse through because everything of how God even is meeting with them is Mm -hmm. different. Like even the sense of what, what we understand about, you know, we are the temple of the Holy spirit. We can just, you know, get on our knees and pray or, you know, close our eyes and pray. Mm -hmm. We understand that the spirit of God lives inside of us Mm -hmm. and we can just talk to him. That's just, basic christianity right yeah they didn't they couldn't do that back then yeah, right wow. they had to go to moses and they had to go through all these sacrifices and stuff just before we even get to like the prayer part mm-hmm. like so we have to make sure we see the difference between wow. yeah. that's part of it too it's not that he's a uh, a more mean god it's just that he was deciding to work with this group of people a certain way yeah. and he gave them everything they needed to succeed so we can't make it sound like he's just like raining down on this fire for no reason. Right. Mm-hmm. He said, this is what I would like for you to do. Mm-hmm. There's also verses that point to them saying, yes, we agree. Mm-hmm. We're going to go with you. Mm-hmm. 
and then they chose not to follow the rules. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is that really that mean? If I ask you to do something, right. you say, yes, I'm going to do it the way you right. asked me to, yeah. you and agreed. you don't. Right. And they had multiple years, multiple centuries, mm. and they still were not allowed to move forward, and they still had issues. Then yeah. if you really want to boil it down, it's, they still had grace. Like They had centuries of opportunities, mm-hmm. wow. and they still were unfaithful. Wow, yeah. yeah. You, know, so, you rarely hear it put like yeah. that like in perspective like that it's yeah. a lot it's a lot yeah. and like you see his grace also in times where he says like but i've kept a remnant for myself mm. right like when read through the old testament guys and you'll see that kind of stuff when there's judgment applied mm. to israel mm-hmm. but you'll see him say things about a certain people he'll say like you know it's six thousand that i kept for myself or yeah. you know just various times it's, it's in there and that's his grace being applied to certain people in in the language itself, it says that he kept them. Yeah. It doesn't say like, oh, you know, they did something. Like, wow. nah, it's like no, he allowed these people like to like when you think about Noah. Even mm-hmm. it's like he and his family were kept. They were like set apart, right. and everyone else was judged. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was God that saw like, all right, I'm gonna keep y'all as the righteous ones. Mm. Grace for Noah and his family to keep yeah. the human race going. Yeah. But all y'all else, nah, it's time, the time's up. Yeah, right. wow. No more grace. Yeah. And the crazy part is if you want to tie the dispensation or the age, I should say, we should probably define that. Um, dispensation is just the way that God decides to deal with people in that time. So it changes over time. Mm-hmm. He is the same, but the way he deals with people is different. So when we say dispensation of the law, this was a time where God was dealing with people directly through this law. Mm-hmm. And then when we get dispensation of grace, which comes through Jesus, then basically it's saying that God is kind of changing or altering how he's going to deal with and save um save people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so on that note, right? Like yes. obviously we see this change, right, happen mm-hmm. and it happens, you know, at a very particular time, the time of Christ, right, is when right. this switch kind of happens. So, I, like, how do we understand Christ fitting into this whole, you know, changing of yeah. the dispensations? <laughs> no, it's good. That's dispensations. good. Mm-hmm. That was actually my original thought, and I would, mm-hmm. I set it up, and then I forgot it. So, thank That's you. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> that is what I'm here back. for. I got so you. So, here's the... Thank you. So here's the cool, here's the, the crazy thing about what mm-hmm. Christ has done about the grace of God. So there's, like we said, how many laws? 600 some odd laws. Mm-hmm. Technically, if you can do all the laws, you actually are righteous. Like theoretically, mm-hmm. if right. someone could do all of right. them, it does declare you righteous. Right. So let's do all of them. All like, the time. Perfect. Throughout your whole perfect. life. Yes, perfectly. Forever. Okay. Because I don't want, you know, I don't want people to think, well, well, she said it. You know, like, all right, all I got to do is I can start following. Like, nah, your past counts, too. True. Mm -hmm. And once you read all of them, I think you'll change your mind. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of stuff in there. And again, like she said, it was for Israel. Yes, it's for Israel. Right. So here's the cool part. So they so Israel needs someone. Okay, Israel needs a king. They need a perfect person that's going to fulfill the law. The law is not obsolete. Mm -hmm. People act like it is. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's just been completed. Mm -hmm. Jesus that's part of why he had to come. Yeah. Mm, mm. We can be saved, mm-hmm. but someone does have to fulfill the law. Yep. Has to be satisfied. Yeah. Yes. And so that is why what Jesus has done is so dope. Mm-hmm. He's not erasing it. He's basically taking the test for us mm-hmm. and saying, hey, if you believe in me, when you go down and sit down and write down and uh, fill out that test, put my name at the top. Yeah. And so when you turn it in, mm-hmm. proverbially, I guess, to the father, 
the father looks at the paper as if Jesus himself has filled it out. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. And we essentially get the credit. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. No, I, that was just a light bulb for me. I think that's why it's different. Mm-hmm. That's so dope. Because in the Old Testament, no one had completed it. Mm-hmm. So the wages of st- sin is still death. Yeah. yeah. But once Jesus has completed it, it's once and for all. There's yeah. no outstanding laws. Mm-hmm. Right. Even though we have broken them. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's yeah. dope. Came to fulfill the law. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's the reason why you still see actual uh, Jews today. Because in their belief, mm-hmm. you know, they don't believe that Christ was the Messiah. Right. So right. they're still. Somebody has to do that. Keeping the laws. They're still. Mm. But they're not f- keeping them 100%. Because when's the last time you've seen people killing goats and right. at altars right. and stuff yeah. like that? I always wondered that. Like, like, how do you, as a Jewish person, explain? And they may have some explanation. Yeah, the rabbis have updated the law. The Mishnah and the Talmud go into oh, yeah. how you're supposed to now it yeah. and we see it in the old testament too i mean we see it well it is the old testament mm. but the, in the gospels this was part of the reason that jesus would be rebuking the pharisees so much because they were adding adding little mm. things to the law well you can do this but you know you don't do this part of it though or if you do this part then you still are doing it like so it's all of these little additions that they the rabbis have made over time to kind of interpret i guess you could say what Mm -hmm. they feel like the law of moses says so for instance like on on the sabbath what does it mean not to do work Mm -hmm. can you spit yeah can you pick up this and jesus is like well if you're who what man wouldn't pick his uh i don't know if he said a cow or sheep out of a, a hole a pit if he fell in it yeah like that's work but then you see uh this is and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna qualify this like this is what I've heard is in one of these Mishnah Torah rabbinical law type of things okay. is that on the Sabbath you're not to even like spit on the ground. Wow. But that's why you see Jesus spit, take the the mud that he spit on and mm. wipe and it on someone's him. eyes and heal them and now he's <laughs> blind and he can see now. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. That wasn't because he needed his saliva. Yeah. It was to prove a point of like I can I am this the the uh he is Sabbath. The law. Yeah, yeah, I am the law. Wow. So yeah. That's dope. I was but I was wondering that's such a burden. Mm. Yeah. The grace of God. Man, Galatians says, So then the law was our guardian until Christ came in order that we may be justified by faith. Now the faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian. You're all sons of God through faith, man. And I think that's what's awesome about the grace, right? Is like we have this access again to God because of what the Son has done because of the price that he's paid today's believer doesn't have to know any of the mosaic law you know what i mean it's like Mm -hmm. of course we would want to know some of it to begin to understand the character of god Mm -hmm. and what it is that uh pleases him and displeases him and things like that but technically like we don't find ourselves referring back to mosaic law to figure out what we ought to do right you know so i think it's um it's amazing that you know we can see okay like christ fulfilled it and you know we just have to live in a way that pleases god to the best of our ability right you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying so we're relieved in a major way that Mm -hmm. i don't even think we can fully comprehend you know today yeah you know yeah because the law has components to it within itself of moral law Mm -hmm. and then there's like civic law between you know how they should operate and do things and so there and there's another component i 
Yeah, I can't. Right I don't remember yeah. off the top of my head. But, but I, I know think what, it's like three. What you're it's talking like about? Moral, yeah. Uh, civil, civil, and there's another one. Mm-hmm. But when you read it, you start to see like, okay, this is some like, don't don't uh, pierce your body and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that's not a moral thing. Right. That has something to do with like uh, ceremonial. Ceremonial. There, there you go. So okay. moral, civic, and ceremonial. Yeah. But, yeah. But then when we transition to Jesus, right? The mm-hmm. dispensation of grace, our focus should be on the faith part mm-hmm. with him. And then he begins to, as you look through the New Testament, in a sense, establish new laws. But to some degree, the penalty or whatever you want to call it is not quite what the Old Testament mm-hmm. saints game but we still have a law so we should not think that oh well jesus died for everything so we good yeah. we still have things to do but he kind of for lack of a better word he simplifies it mm-hmm. a little bit more or kind of encapsulates it and makes it more digestible to because that's why the focus is more on like love mm-hmm. right love god mm-hmm. with all of your heart your mind and all of that yeah. and love your neighbor as yourself mm-hmm. that's why it says all of the old testament and the prophets are wrapped up in this yeah yeah this is the, the new focus jesus the man mm. and the God, the God man, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Following what he did. Mm. Right, because Paul says like all of the laws fulfilled mm-hmm. by That's loving God saying. and loving your neighbor. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I just, man, I just had like the dopest epiphany. Okay. Right. Tell us. So like last week we were talking about salvation, right? And we referenced that scripture where Paul says like all you have to do is confess out of your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart right. that he was resurrected from the dead. Mm-hmm. Right. So I I wonder, like, why is it so specific about believing in your heart that Jesus was resurrected from the dead? Mm-hmm. Why is that the thing that Paul says we have to believe, mm-hmm. right? And so listening to Julia talk and realizing the fact that, okay, if he fulfilled the law, right, and he was without sin, and he was raised back to life, like mm-hmm. his resurrection is the proof of the fulfillment of the law because he has no penalty mm-hmm. of death. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like you saying, I believe that he was resurrected means that like, I believe that he fulfilled the law for me. Ah, yeah. You see, yeah. I believe that he fulfilled the law for me. And I know, you know, as a result of what he did being resurrected back to life, like I placed my faith in him as the one who has saved me mm-hmm. from God's wrath. Yeah. You see, wow. but I never, I've never been mm. able to connect that before until yeah. you guys started dropping this. That's the Holy Spirit. Dude. This, I was just about this. to say that ain't us. What is the Holy Spirit flowing through us? You know, He's and doing he's, something, and yeah. telling you stuff. Yeah. I don't know what this stuff means. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> don't let your students hear that. Uh, oh yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is this is this is grace for you, dude. Like that shows the gift, though, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about all this other stuff. The fact that God has done this and he's essentially extending his hand to us. Mm-hmm. Like we don't deserve none of this. Right. Mm-hmm. But we, in a sense, we get to live like literally and figuratively live vicariously mm. through Jesus. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. How? Yeah. Houseway. <laughs> so there is this uh, one question that I have, you know, for you guys. I think it's in first Peter. Like he says that we are to grow in grace. Mm-hmm. right um how do you guys like interpret that like how is it that we as believers can begin to grow in grace what verse is that i want to see where you're talking yeah about. where you at first peter what oh but grow in the grace and knowledge of our lord i guess i could type grow in grace 
Oh, I said First Peter. I actually meant Second Peter. Okay. Am I right? Yeah, Second Peter chapter three verse eighteen. And so I'm giving you guys like no context, of course, right? But <laughs> verse seventeen says, "There will therefore, beloved, since you already know these things, be on your guard, so that you will not be carried away by the error of the lawless, and fall from your secure standing." which is very interesting. And then he says, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. To him be the glory, both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. What are you guys' thoughts on that? What does it mean to grow in the grace? (laughs) Grow in the grace. Wow. This might be one of those things like (laughs) God does that. (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, I think like. Knowledge makes sense, but what if it's, what if it's a contrast? To mm-hmm. 17. Mm-hmm. Thinking out loud. Like, take care that, or maybe a connection, I should say. Take care that you are not carried away with the air. Of lawless people. In and maybe by doing that. Yeah. You see what I mean? By doing that, God will allow you to grow in his grace and knowledge. That makes sense because you're not carried away with error. So you're staying with God and in the truth longer. By yeah. definition, the byproduct is you're going to know more about God. The knowledge of God and the grace of God will increase, I mm-hmm. guess. That's what makes sense to me. But then that's a whole other question it, about well, his grace can grow. I see. Um, like. it's, it's almost like. Uh, like So maybe maybe I'll read this okay. real quick. And then we'll talk about it for a second. Yeah. Right? This is like extra credit for the show. So right. we're still listening. You it's know. It's a bonus. Let's, uh, <laughs> and it's something for us to all be thinking about. Right. Yeah. Because if there is the possibility that we may grow in grace. Don't we all want that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So let's. We should. Let's just kind of look at it for a second. See if we can. We can get it. And that's the cool thing about this show. Is like we don't even pretend that mm-hmm. we know answers on the spot. Like right. we, have, we have fun, you know, kind of discussing it amongst each other, going mm-hmm. into prayer, asking the Holy Spirit to open it up to us and everything, right? And then, you know, even James chapter one, verse five says, any man, you know, who seeks the wisdom of God can ask, mm-hmm. you know? So that's that's all we're doing on this show constantly is trying to understand and share. Mm-hmm. So verse 14 says, so then dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, we don't know what this is because we didn't read the whole chapter. But it was this. <laughs> make every effort, though. And so this is interesting because it says, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, mm. and at peace with him. Yeah. It says, bear in mind that our Lord's patience means salvation, just as our dear brother Paul also wrote you with the wisdom that God gave him. He writes the same way. This is verse 16 now. He writes the same way in all his letters, speaking in them of these matters. His letters <laughs> contain some things that are hard to understand, which ignorant and unstable people wow. distort. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that, wow. Let's pause there for a second. As they do the other scriptures to their own destruction. And then verse 17 says, therefore, dear friends, since you have been forewarned, be on your guard so that you may not be carried away by the error of the lawless and fall from your secure position. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. to him be glory both now and forever. Amen. And as I'm reading this, it makes me think like, you know, we always talk about like seeking the kingdom of God right or seeking the father mm-hmm. right to understand more about him and then we reference a scripture where uh, john was talking about like we have everything that we ask for because we do what pleases him mm-hmm. you know so it's like to me it kind of it kind of reiterates this whole like like stay on guard by continuing to seek the lord you'll grow in both grace and knowledge not only will god extend more to you because you're seeking him and doing what pleases him 
So it's like, yeah, it's it's this idea of continuing to seek God, right, and doing what pleases God, right. Mm -hmm. And so, in my mind, I'm I'm seeing it like some extra credit grace being given to you for seeking Him, right, and not falling into error. Because the only way you can avoid error, right, is to continue to seek God's truth. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, and it's 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 interesting too, man, because it's like you don't get all of you don't get it all. And who does get it all? But it's like you don't get you don't get like some large dump of you know wisdom, you know like as soon as you start your walk with Christ, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of given to you little by little. And I I always felt like this is Marcus talking, right? Mm-hmm. But I always felt like it was structured that way so that you would continue to seek Him. And it's like some things are reserved for those who continue to yeah. seek Him constantly, and not those who just kind of you know like have this attitude like, well, I'm in the door now, and I don't really need to know anything else. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. but He wants. He wants you to love him. You know, did you know how Jesus talks about like uh, love God with all your heart, all your mind, mm-hmm. all your soul, all your body. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like he's like love God in this way to where you are like devoting everything towards him, to to getting closer to him. Mm-hmm. You know, so that when I see this, it makes me think like, okay, there's this extra credit grace for those who <laughs> just continue to seek God, you know, and want want to grow in knowledge. But I could yeah. be wrong. I'm with you. Yeah, I would. Um, I'm just gonna add to that. Verse 15 is sticking out to me. Mm. Count and count the patience of our Lord as salvation. Mm-hmm. And then connecting that to stay <laughs> away from error. I wow. think he's also saying God is not coming back right now because if He did, wow, y'all would be in trouble. Yeah, wow. I'm giving you a chance to clean up, essentially, to be found without spot or blemish. Mm-hmm. To get away from error, to not be carried away by lawless people so that you can grow. And Mm. the fact that he is not coming at this moment, I think that's what they're saying is the patience of our Lord is salvation or as salvation. Does that make sense? It's almost Mm -hmm. like he's delaying his Mm -hmm. second coming because he's giving us time. Yeah, this whole chapter is is about him coming back. Yeah. This is the chapter that it says we you know, the waiting for a new heaven and new earth. Mm. Um and in verse nine of this chapter it says, Then the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but okay. is patient toward you, right. not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. Um yeah. the day of the Lord will come like a thief, all that kind of stuff. But right. yeah. That's dope. Yeah. So uh, this was this was pretty cool. Like we uh touched on a whole lot for sure. Mm-hmm. Um I hope we you know, and I feel like we did paint a good picture of like what grace is and, you know, what it means as far as our salvation is concerned. Mm-hmm. And we even touched on the Old Testament, which is like, I don't know if we ever really touched on the Old Testament and like how to. I'm sure we like scratched the surface on it here and there. But mm-hmm. like I feel like today we kind of gave like a, a good breakdown of how to look at the Old Testament. Right. And, and begin to see like why it's important for us to you know, understand how it was in the Old Testament versus how it is now to mm-hmm. really kind of wrap our heads around the grace that's been extended to us. Yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, then we ended with a little bit of Bible study, you yeah, know? Yeah, Yeah. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed. Yes, yes. And uh, talk to you guys <laughs> next week. All right. Later. See y'all. <laughs>
Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Word in the World podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and repost with the hashtag TheWordXTheWorldPodcast. Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please send your questions, comments, praise reports, and testimonies. Basically, any and everything. We just want to talk to you guys. Send everything to contact us at TheWordXTheWorld.com. Have a great week, and be sure to check out next week's episode. Peace.